Light. Light. The moon shines bright and the stars give light. A little before it was day. The moon shines bright and the stars give light. A little before it was day. Our Lord, our God, he calls on us and bids us to watch and to pray. Caroling. Well, particular songs that you sing at Christmas time, the jingle bells and stuff like that. I don't consider them carols. They're Christmas songs, but I think the carols are the ones that have to do with the Christmas story. Older. Yeah. Every now and then you come across the medieval ones, you know. The life of man is but a span. It is cut, cut down like a flower. Like a flower. We are here today. We are here and today gone tomorrow. And gone tomorrow. We may all be dead in an hour. And we all may be dead in an hour. Teach you all your Teach children, you all your children men, the while, the while that you are here. And that will be better for your poor souls when your corpse lies on the beer. B-I-E-R. <laughs> One of my brothers used to call it, your corpse goes on the beer. <laughs> Night Black night Darkness The darkest night of the year The darkest time of the year Some of the carolers told me that uh, they like to go into a house that's dark. I think, I mean, I, I think that's why people do it, because it is the darkest time of the year, a message of hope, a blessing, whatever you want to call it, you know. That's, what, that's, the, that's the meaning of it, isn't it? I mean, it's the meaning of Christmas celebration. Mm. If you're Christian, it, it's, the, it's the hope of the divine child being born in this darkest time, you know, that's... That's the symbolism of it. If you're pagan, then it's the, you know, the birth of the sun again. The days start to get longer again. So it's it's the caroling that's done in the night, and and this is the night of the year. You know, Christmas time is the night of the year, and summertime is the day of the year. If you if you want to look at it that way, you know. Mm -hmm. So I mean, the, this, the, 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 so the carols are sung in the night, in the dark time of the year, in the night time of the year, right? To keep alive something. Yeah, it's just, it, well, that's just, it's just the specialness of them that they're done in the darkness. So maybe it's just something in us that harks back to that celebration of light in the middle of darkness or celebration of, I don't know, celebration is the word, or, you know, a, a marking, a special marking of the darkest time and, and hoping for and believing that it will be bright again eventually, you know. Mm. Turn out the light. Turn out the light. I've kept this cassette for 30 years now. A music teacher in Greens Harbor gave it to me in 1973, and it says on the label, 
Crocker's Cove Carolers, Christmas 1973. I think Crocker's Cove is a part of Greens Harbour, actually. Anyway, the tradition there, what they would do, a group of carolers would go out over the 12 nights of Christmas and walk from house to house. They, they wouldn't start until around midnight, so it would be dark and people would have gone to bed. And they would let themselves into the darkened kitchens of the houses and sing these four ancient carols in the darkness. And I thought, you know, what a wonderful scene. I mean, just imagine how magic. Anyway, I'd, I'd never heard these carols before. With these old tunes, this tape is so old, it's a bit squeaky now, but this is the Greens Harbor Carolers 30 years ago. And the carol is called The Moon Shines Bright. Yeah, that's the Greens Harbor tune. You know the whole the whole picture of being in a house where it's dark, and you're in the bed, and maybe you wake up and you hear, you know, these voices down in your kitchen, and they're singing those songs, and you will have heard them. You heard them last Christmas. You heard them the Christmas before. There's something comforting and ritualistic and. I can imagine that if I, now I, I wasn't part of that tradition, but I can imagine myself in that tradition. I think that's why I like it so much. If I'm lying, it, it's like I'm lying in my bed and I'm thinking, yes, you know, this is like, this is like Christmas. I'll teach you all your children in the while that you are here. You know, it's great. And that will be better for your poor souls when your corpse lies on the beer. Isn't that gorgeous? It has the same feeling about it as a child's Christmas in Wales or something, you know, something, or, or the plum pudding or something. It happens every year at this time, and it's part of this event that is a big thing. You know? So it's that kind of, uh, the idea that, that they go around and they'd sing those things in the darkness to make it really special, I think. These carolers, on this cassette their leader was a man named Henry Crocker, keeping alive a tradition they inherited from their parents, who inherited it from their parents and their parents' parents. And as far as I'd ever heard, Greens Harbor Trinity Bay was the only place in Newfoundland where this magical tradition existed. Over the years I kept the cassette and every Christmas I imagined those Greens Harbor singers walking through the snow, standing in darkened kitchens and singing these old melodies the music floating right through the ceiling to the people upstairs, listening. What a beautiful tradition, I thought. I hope it never fades. But it has. 
Hello? Hi, is, uh, is Henry there, please? Is oh, is this Edna? Yeah. Uh, hi, it's, it's Chris Brooks calling. I'm the guy that called the other night asking oh. about the caroling. Yeah. Is he home? Yeah, Henry's here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Hello. Hello, Mr. Crocker. Yes, how are you? Fine. It's Chris Brooks calling. I you don't I don't think you know me. I've, actually, I called you years years and years ago. Oh, uh, no, don't we'll do many years now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was speaking to Edna there the other night. Yeah. Um, I I'm I was always in love with the idea of of the caroling tradition that you have. Yeah. Out there, and I wondered. Used to have. You used to have. Yeah. You do you still go around to the houses at all? No. No. Can't uh, can't get enough people interested. Really. No. No, it's uh, it's sad, but it's a fact. We haven't been around now for, oh, must be five or six years. Oh, what a shame. Yeah. It can't seem to, uh, the, the young people are just not interested. And a lot of the older people, of course, don't, they don't want to go now because they're getting older. And uh, can't get enough of the younger generation to, uh, to carry on. That's a shame. Because yeah, it's a shame, I know. Because that's a beautiful tradition. Oh yeah, oh man, we all—that was one of the, if not the highlight of Christmas time. You look forward to uh, to caroling or serenading on on Christmas Eve night, and uh, it was just a remarkable, remarkable thing to happen. You, you know, and it was an all night uh, an all night vigil. You would start around ten o'clock or so, and wherever daylight overtook you, that's where you'd leave and home yeah and uh, but it's uh, it's it's gone out and uh, like I say it's sad well I'm really sorry to hear it this. breaks my heart cut down like a flower We are here today and gone tomorrow. And we all may be dead in an hour. It's sad, but it's a fact. Then, a couple of years ago, I was in the car and I happened to be listening to the radio. It was early January and they were playing a listener's call to their phone machine. Good afternoon. I'm calling from the upper reaches of Notre Dame Bay and the northeast coast of the island of Newfoundland. I thought that you and your listeners might be interested in a long-established tradition in this area from at least the time of my great-great-grandparents, that is, from at least the early to the mid-1800s. The people in these villages would go from house to house during the Christmas season to sing carols. Furthermore, there was the New Year's Carol, which was sung in similar fashion on New Year's Eve and on New Year's Night. After some assurance that everybody had gone to bed, then the carolers would start out and would go from house to house, enter the kitchen of the house, because the doors were never locked, and then break into song, thereby awakening everyone in the house, snugly asleep in their humble beds. Every householder would be expecting the carolers, of course and people would be extremely disappointed if their homes were not visited. So the carolers always made an effort to visit every home in the village, regardless how humble. 
starting around midnight and going until as late as uh, as late in the morning as five or six o'clock. Usually, one carol was sung at Christmas, and that was the so-called Christmas carol, namely "God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen." I might add that the words of the carol were likely to be a little different from the version usually found in books. Of particular interest was the New Year's Carol, which was based on an old English carol, but the wording was much different, although the first of the eight or ten verses was similar. The tune seems to be an artifact of this region. I would be interested in knowing if anyone has some related information. As I said previously, I am not aware of this particular tradition of caroling existing any, at any other place in Newfoundland, and I have never heard of a New Year's carol being sung anyplace else. It is interesting to note that although the tradition has been slowly dying, it is still continued in some of the villages. If you are ever in this area around Christmas time, do make inquiries. If you have never been aroused from your winter slumbers by these sincere voices singing with gusto about the fundamentals of their Christian faith, you have missed quite an experience. One could do worse than go caroling in an outport Newfoundland village. At the radio station, the only record they had was that the call had come from somewhere in Notre Dame Bay. And so it took a bit of digging, but I finally tracked down that phone call. It came from Brighton. That's near Card Harbour, which is near Pilly's Island, near Robert's Arm, near Southbrook. And when Christmas came again, I drove through that rosary of place names. Just past the sign that says Brighton Tax Boundary. Little red and white sign. Past several houses. A little causeway. It's like a picture postcard. basketball hoop mounted by the side of the road. Now there's an old house. White clapboard. Small peak roof. There's somebody in, uh, in a small skiff out there. Just uh, looks like he's anchoring it off. There must be a population of, I don't know, 500 people. Go right around the harbor, I was told. Right around to the third last house. Oh, it's a gorgeous little harbor. Really protected and the houses nestled around it. This is a postcard of a community. It's gorgeous. Little green clapboard house.
come all the way around the community. Wax of snow out on this side of the harbor. There's a little ranch house with a satellite dish on top. Cable for satellite TV. <laughs> Big red bow on a garage there. Wreaths on the houses. After dark, this will look very Christmassy. This looks like it. Gray Toyota van. This must be Lloyd Ryan's place. I'm Lloyd Ryan, and um, I grew up in Robert's Arm. And as a boy, I had the tremendous experience of lying in bed, being awakened by the sounds coming from the kitchen of a group of people singing the carol. I imagined that I died and gone to heaven, however unexpectedly, because the singing was just so beautiful. All of these uncultured voices, some of them uh, rather liberated now by copious amounts of various kinds of uh, beverage, uh, it was a tremendous experience. You didn't get up, did you? No, 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 you stayed in bed. Right. No, you stayed in bed, and somebody, somebody might shout, thank you. Uh, in fact, I went around singing the carol here in Brighton because I came here when I was 18 years old as a teacher, and I went around singing the carol here in Brighton, and it was isolated at that time. And it's interesting that we had already stopped doing it in Robert's Arm, where I grew up. But uh, because this village was, was isolated at the time, they were still doing it, and I participated. And I recall going into a number of houses where people shouted, uh, sing it again, and, and, and we proceeded to do so. But they would never see your faces? No, no, they had no idea who was in their house, and they didn't care. But going around singing the carol has been a part of the tradition as long as anybody can remember or anybody can remember anybody else remembering. It is a long-standing tradition and began to fade away with the advent of the roads and TV. So t tell me what you expect to happen tonight. Well, uh, tonight, uh, after, the, uh, after the family dinner, uh, people will sit around, they will have a chat, they will have a few drinks, and uh, maybe around 10 o'clock, uh, somebody will suggest, uh, I expect, uh, that uh, maybe we should go singing the carol. Okay, guys, we're going to, uh, we're going to practice the New Year's carol. Don't bring me down. You, have to, you will have to admit this is an awfully joyous, uplifting, fa la 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 kind of thing, right? Don't bring me down. Down, down. <laughs> I'm Kevin Anthony from uh, Robert's Arm, Green Bay. I was anywhere from 13, I'd say about 13 years old, the first time I, I accompanied a group singing the carol. And I was invited along because I, uh, I could play the carol on, uh, on the accordion. I can't. I can't sing to that.
Well, it's unpredictable. We're very unpredictable, actually, yeah. Well, what, you, sh what you should see or hear, um, it's 12 or 15 of us, or 15 or 20, whatever decides to go, we'll, uh, we'll go into a person's house and we'll sing a couple songs. We'll most likely do a New Year's Carol. And we'll probably do O Come All Ye Faithful. Or it could just as well be Silent Night or... Well, we'll just probably just do the two songs and uh, which will take about maybe five, seven minutes. Mm. And we're gone. We'll just wish them a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, and we'll be gone. And hopefully we'll leave them with a, with a warm Christmassy feeling. Well, we'll look for places where we know that they're home. And uh, yeah, preferably with the lights off so that we can uh, surprise them. And, but the lights don't necessarily have to be off. You know, if the lights are on, and uh, we'll, we probably still would win, you know. We wouldn't be able to go into all the houses. We'd probably pick, you know, mm. half a dozen houses. And it's, it's a tradition. I think it's important to keep uh, to keep our traditions so that they're not lost. I'm Judy Fudge from Brighton. And I think uh, where so much of Christmas has really got away from us, you know, it's sort of taken over by all the commercialization and so on, that it's one of the few things that you, that you do have uh, some amount of control over. You know, and uh, like like Kevin said, not for the older people, you know, so much of it has been lost. So, if there's even some part of it that that can be saved, you know, it's uh, it's it's good for them, and it's good for all of us. I think it's probably something now that like when we've gone out so far, uh, there hasn't been any of the really like the kids gone. I'd say Rachel is probably the youngest one. I think Rachel has gone with us, and she's you know she's in her mid twenties. But still, it's something they would probably be aware of the fact that we are doing it. And they would probably, you know, maybe sometime down the road, if we keep doing it, it's much more likely to happen. Judy mentioned uh, the commercialization of, of Christmas and the old, uh, the idea of Christmas has changed. It seems like uh, the business people has taken over. I think another thing, too, is, is that uh, there's so many more forms of entertainment now. You know, like yeah. but way back then, well, what did you have? Well, when I was growing up, so we did have TV to some extent, but you didn't get out to concerts or... And this was the entertainment that you got. And nowadays, I think people have so much other stuff to fill that or, or to push out the, you know, the traditional things. Television began to tell us that uh, our traditions, our culture, had very little value. We saw and still see none of our culture, none of our traditions uh, on TV. So that even today if we try to talk to our children about what we experienced when we were children, they are not interested in that. So that the, the, the whole expectations of the culture, of, of the society has changed. And because of the expectations, the, the culture changes. It, there, there have been radical changes. No matter where we go first, I No, suppose. it don't make no difference. We'll go around shore and start. Uh, I'd say we're going over to um, Evans and Willis. I don't know how many houses that they will go to, but it, it could be a half dozen, it could be ten, it could be more. It depends on 
how many people have gone to bed and uh, whose houses are av uh, available to go in. Because we have two things uh, working against the group singing the carol. One is that people don't go to bed. They're up watching the late show and they're probably going to be up until three or four o'clock in the morning. The other thing is that people lock their doors. That and of course, and TV. And you know this, I suppose, do you? You know just how tight everybody is locked up. The tradition has a number of aspects. On Pilly's Island and on uh, Long Island, carol singing could be used as a way of providing charity without the charity being acknowledged. People were very independent. So that if a particular family was in dire straits, the father of the family would be uh, notified that if he went around singing the carol and went in people's houses, that he would probably find some gifts on the table that he could take home with him. It might have been a couple of uh, dried codfish or something like that. And I've heard my father many years ago talking about a particular man who went singing the carol, who his family was in dire straits. The man collected several uh, brin bags of uh, food and that he had enough food to tide his family over for a fair period of time. So there was that aspect to it. Can't go any further than this. Don't think we can do too much. Sing on the bridge, that's it. Door locked? That one in there is locked, yeah. Sing on the bridge, eh? Maybe Kevin go in the porch with this. Uh, Wind bridge, the again. Again. A little bit of protection. We just do one side. We can do all come on your face, but that'd be plenty here. Oh!
They must have picked, they must have got it because there's a light inside on and they turned it off. They must have been peeping out and seeing it was there. No, I wasn't going to bed. I was just sitting there just uh, just talking a little bit now me and my granddaughter because she was there for all night. And all of a sudden she said, Nan, she said, there's someone out down bridge. She said, crowd, she said. And I said, who would that be? So then you started singing, and I? <laughs> I said, that's Carl Singer's, my goodness. So uh, I went out there, it was out there, right there in Portsmouth, listening to you singing, watching and watching them that through the window, playing, they were, sounding some good. They sang a, a Christmas song, Oh Come All Ye Faithful, and I love it. I always did. Sounds some good. It was nice for them to do that. Because that's the last thing I thought. I said, well, after all, I said, there's still someone is outside the girls. It was beautiful. Wow. I was wondering. Just lay down in the kitchen. I think we should go up front here. Yeah, I think we should do. Just do At one time, it was, when we talked about the Christmas carol, it was God Rest Your Merry Gentlemen. The New Year's Carol seems to have been common to all of the half dozen uh, villages in, in this part of, of the bay. But even then, if you will ask people in various communities to recite the words of the New Year's Carol, you will get different versions. This particular carol called The Moon Shines Bright, or what we call the New Year's Carol, was not included in any church liturgy that I know about. Uh, so I think that uh, people could remember the first verse, but couldn't remember the other verses. And I think, too, that because it wasn't included in any church liturgy, the original tune was also lost. And the tune that is now uh, utilized with it is common, by the way, to all of the villages in this area. But the words, I think, are significantly different from whatever it was originally. So what's the sort of thing, it's kind of long, it's seven or eight verses, I suppose. I certainly remember from my childhood, you know, it was dawn then. And I can remember hearing my mother sing it lots of times since. As I understand it, the origin of the carol is an old English carol, which I saw in, in one rendition uh, with the name of The Moon Shines Bright. The moon shines bright and the stars give light. Just a moment before it is day, the Lord our God, he calls upon us and he bids us to watch and pray. Awake, awake, good people, awake, awake, and you shall hear. The Lord our God died upon the cross for us whom we love so dear. The uh, first verse only of the carol that I found was similar to the carol that we sing. I am guessing that the other six or seven verses in the carol that we currently have uh, was written and added to with many modifications over a long period of time. Oh, the life of a man is but a span. It is cut down like a flower. We are here today and gone tomorrow. And we all may be dead in an hour. Uh, I suspect very strongly that the carol was brought to this part of Newfoundland, well maybe not with the first settlers, but certainly with some of the settlers. My parents knew it, my grandparents knew it, 
and the ancestry, my ancestry in this part of the bay, my European ancestors have been here in, in this part of Notre Dame Bay from at least 1830. The, the song, the, the, the whole meaning of it is to, where you're singing it at the end of the year, it's to encourage you to think about your life, your past, that your life is very transient and that you can't count on it and that you might as well, you should be prepared for what's going to happen tomorrow. You're just not making big plans for New Year's, but to be prepared like, to have your soul ready, I guess, for what could happen. <coughs> Eric Ward's place? Well, I'm going to yep. no, you there, you now? I don't care. George. Ben George is now, or Tom's on, is it? Nah. Tom's on. I'm not so naive as to think that we're reviving the culture. However, this was a culture that stood my ancestors in good stead. It provided, to some degree, a reason to continue to stay here because life was very hard. Uh, primarily, people were fishermen. They were poor fishermen. They were poverty-stricken. They were threadbare as far as clothing was concerned. Uh, but they had strong traditions. Without the traditions, they would have left, I, I think, a long time ago. Today, we're not living in the degree of economic poverty, but we have an extreme cultural poverty because the culture that we are inundated with is not our culture. It is not of our making. It is not about us. Uh, this is not American suburbia. And I will experience whatever we do tonight with singing the carol as an affirmation of my identity. This uh, reinforces who I am. It, in a way, it tells me that this identity that I have is not a fake one, uh, that it is founded on something that, uh, that is of long standing, that it's founded on something that not only had value at one time, but still has value. And that, that's almost a, a spiritual thing, uh, not in a religious sense. But, but it's almost a spiritual thing. It reaffirms my identity. And I guess it's been sustaining for me to say, this is who I am. I have all of these traditions. I have all of that cultural background. I still know who I am. Put the music in. The New Year's Carol. All the way through? All the way through. All the way through. The New Year's Carol all the way through, the director says. Come on, move ahead. Oh, yeah. oh, the director says the New Year's Carol all the way through. All right.
Christmas, Uncle Lick. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we'll see you next year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Turn out the light.